0: Yes. You know, uh, do, do you remember a few years back, a number of years back, uh, the movie, The Da Vinci Code, that came out? Uh, remember that? I mean, a controversial movie and all, and I think that probably they quadrupled their income off of Christians who went to see it because of the controversy over this thing. I mean, it's a highly controversial movie, and my wife and I went to see it. Uh, and I've got to tell you that during this incredibly controversial movie that stirred up so much, you know, dissent and everything else, my wife slept through the Da Vinci Code. She fell asleep at this movie. As a matter of fact, she didn't just fall asleep at this movie, she snored in the middle of this movie. She snored, she didn't just during. she snored like a truck driver during this movie. She uh, uh, disturbed the people around us As a matter of fact, at the beginning of movies, you know, where they say, hey, don't disturb the people around you, Uh, you silence your cell phones, things like that. They should also have a disclaimer there that says, and if your wife snores, poke her in the ribs, you know, something like that, because she really snored through this movie. Well, sometimes, it's one thing to snore through a movie, and really it wasn't all that exciting, so, but, you know, life is oftentimes like a movie, and a lot of people snore through life. You know, they go through life kind of on autopilot where things happen and all of a sudden when these things happen, they look at them and say, wow, where'd that one come from? Maybe even shake their fist at God, you know, uh, because this thing caught them by surprise because they were snoring through life. But in reality, you know, think of life as a movie. What would happen if we were able to, you know, like the DVDs that you bring home um, and, and, you know, pop them in your DVD player and you fast forward to the end? If you've ever done that, you know, fast forward to the end of this movie, see what it's like at the end, see if you like it or not. What if life were that way, you know, where you could fast forward to the end of the movie and see what it was like? And if you didn't like the ending, you could rewrite the script. You know, wouldn't that be cool, you know, if you could do that? Well, in reality, in reality, that's what this scripture that we read today really talks about, is doing that very thing, being able to treat life like it were, as, as though it were a movie where you could see the ending and rewrite the script. This is the way that Paul puts it right here when he says this in Galatians chapter 6. He says, Do not be deceived. God can't be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Okay, so they didn't have movies back in his day. All right? It's the same kind of concept, though, that, that he's talking about here. You know, people want to people who want to experience the fullness of life. People who want to be wise about living, you know, are people who are not going to go on, on autopilot in life. Instead, they're going to fast forward. They're going to play the movie to the end, see how it ends. And if they don't like the ending, they're going to rewrite the script. If they do like the ending, they're going to it's going to you know reinforce what they're doing right now in the script. They they don't just go on autopilot. Now, Paul, when he's talking about this, he uses terms, you know, in in terms of, you know, if you were to put it in our terms here in suburban America, you know, if you've got a a garden or something, uh, he, he talks in gardening terms. In other words, if you want green beans to come out of your garden, don't sow cucumber seeds, don't plant cucumber seeds and expect green beans to grow from them because you get what it is that you sow. You know, you reap what you sow. You harvest what it is that you planted. Wise people play the movie forward to see what that ending is and, and look at what it is that they're sowing over here to say, you know what, I want, I want to grow something different over here. So I'm, I'm going to plant something a little bit different. Now, in uh, this series, what we're doing is we've got a series this fall that's based on a book that is written by a Christian psychologist, um, Dr. Henry Cloud. And in that book, he talks about how He was speaking at a seminar, and after the seminar, a woman came up to him and asked if she could have a word with him. He said, sure. She said, you know, Dr. Cloud, ever since I was a little girl, I wanted to be a lawyer. I mean, as a little girl, what I would do is I would watch TV shows about lawyers. I would read books about trials. I would go down to the courthouse and watch uh, the trials that, and the proceedings, the legal proceedings as they were taking place as a little girl. He said, wow, that's, that's amazing. Well, so what are you doing now for a living? She said, I'm in the loan business. And he said to her, well, how do you like that? Do you like your job? She said, no, I hate it. Every day I show up, I hate my job. I want to be doing something different. I especially want to be a lawyer. So even to this day, he said to her, well, why don't you become a lawyer? You know, knowing full well that it takes three years of postgraduate school to be able to become a lawyer most times. And she said, because I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to to be able to go to law school and and to become a, a lawyer. It would just take too long to get there. So Dr. Cloud helped her to play the movie Forward, and he did it this way. He said, let me give you something to think about. Do you plan to be alive three years from now? And she said, well, I certainly hope so. He said, well, if you plan to be alive three years from now, just think about it this way, that that date three years from now is coming. And unless Jesus comes first, that date is coming. It's going to be here. You're going to see it. It's going to be here. Now, the three years is not optional. It's going to come to pass. It's going to happen. You will be there. Now, this is the question. Since that day is going to come three years from now, on that day, three years from now, Do you want to have a law degree, enabling you to do something that you love? Or do you want to just still be hating your life? Which one do you want to do? Now, she didn't quite get it yet. She kind of looked at him blankly, so he went on. He said, you said, the reason that you have not chosen to go to law school is that it would take too long, as if the passing of three years were optional. Well, it's not optional. The three years are going to pass one way or the other. So the question is, if you look forward to that day, three years from now, what do you want your life to look like on that day? Ah, play the movie forward. Now she's starting to get it. And she said, I never thought about it that way before. The three years are going to happen one way or the other. What, what do I want life to be like in three years? Now she was getting it. In reality, you and I have far more choices in life than we realize. We have many more choices in life. God has allowed us that. Take, for example... Take, for example, the woman who was caught in the act of adultery. Jesus was teaching in the temple, crowded place, public place, when this group of people, religious leaders, brought this woman and all this commotion and everything else before Jesus because they wanted to do double duty. They wanted to take care of this sinful woman, and they wanted to test Jesus. So they brought her before Jesus, There in that public place, I mean, mean, imagine the embarrassment here in front of all of these people being brought to to this place before Jesus, and they they put the question to Jesus and said, "Uh, what what should we do with this woman? And, And he knew their hearts, so he said, you know, he was without sin, cast the first stone. They all walked away, and we catch up with them then on John chapter 8, verse 10. Jesus straightened up and asked her, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. Now, in this story, I mean, we can see amazing, amazing grace and mercy from Jesus here that he doesn't condemn her, even though the law was what these people were following when they were going to stone this woman. But the grace and the mercy doesn't stop there, no, it actually kind of accelerates. When Jesus does this, he plays the movie forward and allows her to see the ending and give her an opportunity to change the ending of this movie. That's where the grace really kicks into gear. When what he does is he says something along this this line. He he says, Look at your life. Look at the way this ends. It doesn't end well. Do you want to come do you want to repeat of this? Do you want to, you know, come back here again? You want to be, you know, the embarrassment, you know, your family? Uh, How about, you want to be on the receiving end of those sharp rocks? I mean, that's no fun. Look at the ending here. Do you want that? If you don't want that, then change the script. Because you can change that. He said, go, therefore, and sin no more. Change the script so you have a different ending. Or there was another woman that Jesus met up with. Uh, Some may call it a, quote-unquote, chance encounter, but with God there are no such things as chance encounters at this well, this public place in Samaria where he met this woman and there he played her life for her. He played the whole movie. And she was amazed that Jesus would know all of these things, but Jesus did more than that. What He did was He gave her a new possible ending because this was not going well. He said, you know, you, you can have this kind of an ending over here where you can worship God in spirit and in truth, where, where you can uh, know the Messiah, the Savior. You, you, can, you know, this ending can be different for you. So she went into the town, and she told people all about this man who played the movie of her life for and who played a new ending to this movie for her so that she could look ahead and say, I got a choice. I can go this way or I can go this way. So come and see him because I'm choosing to go this way instead. I'm going to change the ending of this story. Now there's a difference between playing the movie forward and worry. Worry is being overly concerned about the things that you really have no control of. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow's got enough worries of its own. But this, playing the movie forward, is different than that. It's like when God sent the prophets in the Old Testament to to people and said, hey, this is the way this story ends. It isn't pretty. It's not good. So change the script. Or like Jonah, for example. You know, Jonah was a prophet and God sent him to the people in Nineveh to uh, walk through the streets and say, hey, People of Nineveh, this movie doesn't end well. Nineveh is going to be destroyed in 40 days. That's the way it ends. And they said, wow, we don't like the ending. That's not a good movie. Let's change the script. And they repented, and Nineveh was not destroyed in 40 days. And that story was placed in Scripture so that the people of God could look at that and say, wow, if these Ninevites who are the sworn enemies of Israel, if these people could look at the end of the movie and, and determine that they want a different ending and change things, why couldn't I? That's absolutely amazing. Let's change the script. Now, how might this look in various aspects of your life? Let's say that we were to apply this principle of, 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 of playing the movie uh, to relationships. And uh, let's say you're married, okay? Okay. And you're in a heated confrontation with your spouse. None of us are ever there, right? But you're in a heated confrontation with your spouse. Okay, you're in an argument, all right? And 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 it is heated and it's emotional and things like that. But there in the middle of it, you get this rational moment where you can play the movie ahead and say, okay, if I say that, this is the way it's going to end. (laughs) And I don't want to go there. Play the movie. And it may cause you to rewrite the script. Or let's say with parenting, you've got a daughter. And uh, you tell your daughter, hey, go clean up your room. And the daughter doesn't do it. Your daughter doesn't do it. And that day, man, you are just wiped out. It's been a long day of work. And you are just tired and you don't want to wrestle with her. So you go and do it yourself. And this becomes a pattern, you know, where frequently this happens. Tell her, go Clean up your room. She, did, she doesn't do it. You go do it for her. Fast forward to the end of this movie, say, uh, in her 20s. A young woman trying to make her way through life, and she has no idea how to clean up her messes. So somebody else has got to step into life and clean up the mess for her. Is that the end of the movie that you want? Then change the script. Change the script. What about Morality. Let's say you're married and you're meeting, uh, you see a woman at work who catches your eye and you think that she's attractive, so you make, uh, you construct opportunities to be able to meet with her outside of work, and those meetings have nothing to do with work. Now, play the movie forward. What does it look like? How does this impact the legacy that you want to leave with your kids? How does it impact your relationships? How does it impact your career? How does it impact, impact your life? Is that the end of the movie that you want? If not, then rewrite the script. What about faith? Say you're a person of faith. But it seems like there's so many things that get in the way of being able to, you know, invest in your faith. So many things that keep you from doing things like praying or going to church or doing really much of anything about your faith. You feel guilty about that until it becomes the norm. It just becomes, you know, the way life is. I'll play the movie forward. One day you realize that you're distant from God, and you don't know what happened. And you look at yourself, and you look at God, and you, you fear that maybe God doesn't like you very much. As a matter of fact, if you're really honest about it, you probably don't like yourself very much. And then you die, and you stand before the Lord, and there, when you stand before the Lord, you're saying to yourself, what happened? What happened? And the Lord looks at you and says, you missed it. you missed it. You missed the opportunity to walk through life knowing the presence of the God of the universe. You missed the opportunity to experience the joy and the peace that comes from walking with God. You missed the opportunity to be able to experience the love of the God who created the universe and breathed breath into your lungs and saved you on that cross. You missed it because you were too busy. Play the movie. Do you like the ending? If not, then change your present. Rewrite the scenes to realize the dreams. Okay, it rhymes so you can remember it. Rewrite, you know, look look ahead to rewrite the scenes so that you can realize the dreams that God has for you. Amen.